0: And Budic Podcast starts right now.
1: Hello everybody and welcome back to another edition of the Asman and Budic Podcast. Jake Aspen alongside Dan Budic. We're back here in our studio here at the Park School of Communication. And it's a special show. It's not exactly a football frenzy podcast that will come out later in the week as it does each and every Friday. But we actually are going to be joined by ESPN New York's Rich Samiti to break down the Jets, who had a very, very bad press conference yesterday with their general manager, John Izik. No, Jake, we really didn't get anything out of John Izik. He
0: circled around questions, wasn't really taking complete ownership of the fact that this team is
1: 1-7 and, and has gotten progressively worse through eight games. Not only have they been worse, but Jito Smith, their starting quarterback, has been benched. The Jets are going to Michael Vick, so we want to get Rich Cimini's thoughts on the quarterback change. And at this point, at one and seven, you know this season is only looking like it's going to get worse. You thought that they'd be able to win against Buffalo, coming off a six-game losing streak, but now they're going to go to Kansas City. They got Pittsburgh coming up. Very difficult stretch for the Jets now. And at the end of the day, when you don't have a quarterback, and we've said this many times, you don't have a chance to compete. They don't have a quarterback, and their secondary is abominable, but it starts
0: with the quarterback play. Geno Smith was just atrocious four drives, three interceptions. It's
1: unacceptable. They had no choice but to go to Vic. And uh, nothing John Isaac said yesterday made anyone feel any better. So we are going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to hear from Rich Samiti on the Jets' nightmare of a season and the John Isaac press conference that took place yesterday at Florham Park. Back right after this. You are listening to the Asman and Beauty podcast on ICTV.org and on iTunes. Welcome back to the Aspen and Budic Show, and joining us on the phone line right now is ESPN New York's Rich Cimini. Rich, thank you so much for a couple minutes. My pleasure, guys. How you doing?
0: Doing great, Rich. Obviously 24 hours after the John Idzik press conference. Did you feel there was any sense of ownership for the fact that this team was 1-7? Yeah,
2: Yes and no. I mean, he uh, called his performance as a general manager unsatisfactory, and the buck stops here. Uh, so it sounded like he was taking ownership of the one in seven start. But as the press conference went on, you could tell that those were just uh, those were empty words, because when he was confronted with various mistakes that he's made in personnel, he did not take ownership. So I think he was spouting the company line, you know, uh, which is what they tell you, you know, public relations 101 taking the blame. But when a actually came around to taking the blame, he didn't do it.
1: Rich, you mentioned that John Izzyk didn't exactly take the blame at yesterday's press conference, so how badly did he hurt himself?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, let, let's not forget, I mean, a lot. I mean, her, I think public relations-wise, credibility-wise, uh, he did not help himself at all. Uh, that's probably being kind. But let's, let's not forget, the guy's job ultimately is to pick players. That His job is to give players to the coach, talented players. And so you, you can get in front of the TV cameras and be, uh, you know, and act like a complete idiot and, and, and not know what you're talking about. But if you're getting good players, that's the only thing that matters. Uh, however, in his case, he's not getting good players either. So uh, he just compounded his misery by going in front of the cameras and essentially making a fool
0: of himself. Rich, obviously you mentioned it, going in front of the camera is making a fool of himself and not picking good players here in his second season with the Jets. Is his job on the line at the end of this season?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, you know, if you asked me that a week ago, I'd, I'd say no. Uh, he's only two years into this job. Uh, you don't see, unless you work for the Cleveland Browns, usually general managers get more That's than a good two point. years. Uh, but now, I mean we've we've gone this last loss was was a season changer you know they went from you know uh, you know a try hard you know battling team that showed some level of competence despite a, a bad start to a, just a bumbling turnover prone desperate unit that is just drowning in its own ineptitude and now with this press conference i think that just adds to it and so, yeah, i mean if if this continues to spiral, then i I do think there's a good chance he could lose his job,
1: Rich at one and seven. I don't think the Jets are a good football team, but how much do you blame this one and seven start in their head coach, Rex Ryan?
2: Yeah, a lot. I mean, uh, you know some people are trying to make it out to be that you know this is all John Iick's fault, but uh, you know a lot of it is, but the coach is the responsible for the product on the field and and right now, the Jets are uh. You know, they don't have great talent, but they also don't have one in seven talent either, and I think Rex uh, has to be responsible for
0: that. After the game, uh, Janae Coakley on SMY talked to Sheldon Richardson a little bit, and she asked him, you know, what was Rex's message in the locker room? And he said, you know, just to help him out. Do you feel that there is a sense of desperateness on Rex Ryan's side and the Jets' side at this point?
2: Yeah, there's total desperation. I mean, when you're, when you're in the hole they're in, I mean, you could just tell by some of the plays they were calling in the game. I mean, that, that kickoff where they were trying to do the throwback play was just a, the act of a desperate coaching staff. And um, so, yeah, there is a sense of desperation. But whereas last year where they kind of rallied uh, at the end of the year to save Rex's job, and I truly do think they they did it to save Rex last year, this year there is none of that. And uh, it's not because they don't like him, it's just because sometimes you get in such a bad hole that there's no way you're going to get out no matter how hard you fight, and that's what the Jets are in right now.
1: And we're talking with ESPN New York's Rich Samini on the New York Jets. And, Rich, the hole is so bad right now for the New York Jets that Rex Ryan had to make a quarterback change for this week's game against the Chiefs. He's going with Michael Vick. What expectations should we have for Michael Vick this week?
2: Uh, not a lot. I mean, it's you know you would think he'd have to be better than Geno Smith. I mean, I, th- I think any any person could be better than Geno Smith. At quarterback, uh, the way he played last week, the way he's been playing, so Vic brings uh, a certain level of veteran leadership, and I think the players like him a lot. And you know he can move around pretty well, but he's a turnover machine, also. I mean, he he had three turnovers in the game, so you're, you're replacing three turnovers with three turnovers, and uh, so I don't know. I, you know, I don't have high hopes. I don't. I don't think he's going to save the season. It's just uh, a, another desperate move by a, a desperate franchise.
0: And watching Geno Smith for a year and now eight games, or at least a quarter of that eighth game, is it safe to say that he isn't the guy going forward for the Jets?
2: Yes, you can bet your mortgage on that. I don't know if you have a mortgage, but if, if someday when you have a mortgage, <laughs> you could bet it on that. He, he is not the guy. Um, you know, There'll probably be a new coach next year who'll want to get his own quarterback. Uh, Geno Smith has just not performed. He was given 24 games to perform, and uh, he he just hasn't done it. I mean, even when he's good, he's not really good. If you know what I mean. So absolutely, uh, uh, it's just rough. I mean, 31 interceptions in 24 games is you know is pretty damning.
1: Rich, do you see any chance that Geno Smith starts another game this season?
2: I think, yeah, I mean, I would never rule that out. I mean, gosh, you know, when they benched Sanchez a couple of couple of years ago, we thought he'd never start a game again, and, and then, you know, what happens? You know, Greg Brackle already gets a concussion, and they wanted no part of Tebow, so then Sanchez does start another game. So, yes, I do think there's a chance, you know, Michael Vick is not exactly the most durable player, so he, he could get hurt and they could go back to Geno. But if they were to go back to Geno, I don't think it would be in a – it would almost be like a, um, you know, sloppy seconds kind of role. I, I, I don't think they view him a, as their future anymore.
0: Well, Rich, what's the message to the rest of the team if you do go back to Geno Smith somewhat down the line?
2: Yeah, I mean, again, it would have to be because of an injury. I mean, so if if Vic got injured, they'd go back to to, to Geno, or or Vic is just is, is just so god awful that for a couple of weeks that they have no choice but to to go back to Geno again. If they go back to Geno, it's simply a matter of desperation. Uh, I don't think they're going to go back to him at some point, hoping that he'll be rehabilitated by the, you know, sitting on the bench and watching for a couple of weeks. Uh, this is not a couple of bad games, uh, one or two bad games. This is this has been pretty much an extended period of, you know, poor to mediocre at best football.
1: Rich, before we wrap up. Prediction time: Is Rex Ryan back in 2015, and what about General Manager John Isak?
2: I don't see a scenario where Rex will be back. Uh, it's just, it's just not going to happen. I mean, it's it'll be four straight years out of the playoffs. So no, I don't think he'll be back. John Isak, I would probably say it's probably fifty-fifty at this point. It could go either way if the team manages to 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 win three or four of these f- final few games. Then, then he could be back, but uh, but I'd say it's fifty-fifty.
0: You know, Rich. Over the last week or so, the tabloids in New York comparing this season to obviously the Richie Kotite year, one in fifteen. How bad is this going to get?
2: Uh, just when you think it can't get any worse, it usually does. Um, I've covered this kind of season before. I covered the Kotite season, and um, they started zero and eight that year. So this season, this team is at least one game ahead of that. But if they lose Sunday to Kansas City, which I think they will, then they'll be 1-8 and, and just like that 96 team was 1-8 was because they won their ninth game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it usually deteriorates pretty quickly and uh, then you usually get some finger pointing and that's never pleasant and it just gets real ugly.
1: Rich, thank you so much for a couple minutes of your time.
2: You're welcome, guys. Take care.
1: Well, it was very nice of Rich Cimini to join us on the program, but obviously, as two big Jet fans like we are, the state of the New York Jets right now isn't exactly very good. It's not very
0: good, and it looks like they're headed down a dark path at 1-7. and seven. Who knows what the future has in store? You know, Rich talked about it. Rex probably won't be back. Idzik after yesterday and whatever goes on, it's really up in the air.
1: And at the end of the day, Dan, the Jets likely won't have a head coach next season. Rich Demini says probably about a 50 50 shot that Isaac is back in 2015. And of course, you don't have a quarterback. So you got to ask yourself this if you're owner Woody Johnson, are the Jets any better right now than they were two years ago when John Isaac took over? And if you have to make that decision right now, I say they aren't. And I think you got to strongly consider about not keeping John Isaac because at the end of the day, I'm a big Rex guy. But if Rex Ryan is getting fired, then right now, John Isaac has to get fired with him. It's so frustrating because we're back to square one. The Jets
0: are absolutely back to square one. They could potentially be without a coach, or without a GM, and without a quarterback. And we were in this situation six, seven years ago. Without uh, We had a GM, but no coach, no quarterback. And to, you know, six years later, to be back down that road, it's well, very they're frustrating. They're back down now two It's years very ago. frustrating. Besides the
1: head coach, they're back yeah, in the same it's, situation. It's huh? very
0: frustrating. And, you know, as Jet fans, it's just
1: one of those things where it's just same old Jets. And we'll leave it on that. Same old Jets, but once again, thank you to ESPN New York's Ritz Cimini for giving us a couple minutes of his time to talk all things New York Jets. For Dan Budic, I'm Jake Asman, and our producer, Jake Chernock. So long, everybody. Thank you once again. Thank you for listening to the Asman and Budic podcast. Make sure you go on to iTunes and subscribe to the show.